Welcome to Scamp Life Podcast. I'm Kurt Jackson, creator of Scamp Life. And I'm Chris Kell. I'm the executive director of Camp Good News in Central Illinois. What's going on this episode, Chris? This episode, we are talking about anatomy. Woo! <laughs> oh, no, wait. Let of me what? read a little bit further. Oh, the anatomy of a great special event. And we, we have a special guest with us this co-host, week, too. A special co-host. Yes, to help yes. us talk about special events. <laughs> Everything's special today. Woo! Welcome, Kelly. Um, Hello. We're going to give you a, a chance to introduce yourself. And so tell the peeps what you're all about. Well, my name is Kelly Colthard, and I am the founder of a company called Spark to Ember Consulting, which is a consulting and after school, oh my goodness, a consulting and training business for camps and after school programs and youth development. That's what I do. <laughs> so, long time camp person, after school, all that good stuff. That's that's me. Nice. And where, where are you right now? Where do you uh, hail from? I am based out of Madison, Wisconsin. So it is just starting to like pretend like it's going to be spring at some point and it's amazing. Nice. Nice. Well, Kelly, it's awesome to have you here. You have uh, done a few presentations for ScampCon, uh, which is great. Always get a lot of positive feedback from your sessions. And so now we have you on the podcast. Woo-hoo! I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, where do we start, Chris? We can start the head. If we're talking about anatomy, we're going to no, we're gonna and, and go now. to the toes. That makes <laughs> yeah. sense. That makes sense. I think, you know, special events, all camps have special events. Well, I shouldn't say all, but most camps, right? 99%. Have, have some one. sort of special event, whether that be campwide games, whether it be like a carnival, it could be uh, a color war, it could be a dance. I mean, special events just range from everything. The, yeah. Yeah. As long as it's like all campers are kind of doing it. Uh, so, what makes, you know, I, I've seen some bad special events. I've I've put together some bad special events myself. What? what? I know. Oh. I know. Hard to, in my, in my younger days, right. I was just a wee <laughs> little lad and, uh, and, and have learned that there are certain things that you really need to be intentional about, I guess. It's just yep. kind of really think about it while you're planning it out. And one of the things that I feel is a must is staff buy-in. Yep. You have to have staff buy-in, right? So if you're having a, a special event and the staff are like, this is worthless. Why are we doing this? Not having a good time or they have maybe they're against it for some reason. We shouldn't be calling it a color war. I get that. Or dances shouldn't be at camp. You know, there's, there's some kind of objection they have to that. You're not going to get that buy-in and they're going to talk to their friends and convince them. One of my things or, or, or tactics for that is to have them help plan it oh. and, and, and come up with it, whether that be during staff training or whether that be the week before or what have you, but get them involved so that they take ownership of that. So staff buy-in is my first one. Chris, what That's about you? One. Definitely. Uh, so you know this about me, Kurt. I take everything and I make it way more hard on myself because I go overboard. <laughs> you go big. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. But I, and I actually wrote this down, theme it out the wazoo. And so whatever your special event is, if you can go big with it, you, you know, if your special event is near dinner and you can put, put some kind of theme into the dinner and I just theme it out the wazoo as much as you can. I, I think like, uh, especially with escape rooms, they have those immersive kind of content with escape mm-hmm. rooms if you sure. can make your special event immersive as much as you can so if you are doing a dance and and it's under the sea dance right, whatever, right. you know yeah. oh it's prom get, yeah get the bubbles get the, go big like that's that's where i'm at kelly here's a perfect about. example of this he does uh pizza delivery <laughs> as one of his meals and at a camp that i used to work at we did pizza delivery as well so the the cabin, each cabin kind of writes what they want, and then it's cooked in the kitchen. And then at least we would take the golf cart around and deliver it uh, along with, you know, napkins and everything else. But we had the choice of cheese. And I, sometimes we would allow you maybe pepperoni, right? No, no, no. Chris, all toppings i'm like yeah. how do you do that for all these kids we do we even do weird stuff? ones like dollops of cream cheese on your pizza too which is amazing hey it's getting worse this year kurt we are getting a pizza uh, what are they called like the wood-fired pizza oven oh. too so now you can pick baked or wood-fired we're going even bigger because that's the way i roll <laughs> <laughs> well there you go kelly what about you well, first of all, I just want to say I'm going to need to know what night that is so I can show yeah. up, so I can Every put Thursday. my order in. <laughs> Every Thursday. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I, when I thought about the anatomy of a special event, I, I, you know, when you said like start at the head, I thought I'm like, well, your core, like of your body, like is your like I don't know, going into the exercise mode, right? But I thought about you need to have a strong core, right? That's something that holds everything together and keeps it working together. So is that that like your admin team? Is it your director plus, you know, a few staff? But like like you said, the staff buy-in, but you can't do it all by yourself. So have a strong team of people that can help you. Even though you want to do it all by yourself, because I'm the worst person at that. But like I, you know, you get busy and you get crazy. And if you don't have somebody else that would help or, you know, life happens and you're not going to be there. So having a strong core of people that can help you out to do that special event, even if it's different from week to week or month to month or whatever, however you do it, um, it just helps hold everything together and you get different input and things like that. So definitely starting with a strong core. Yeah. That's team great. you trust because yeah, if yeah. you don't trust them, then you are just going to end up doing it all. Like, <laughs> right. I had like, I had an special event coming up. I had a literacy night for a school district that I was doing and it was, you know, big night, right? Like themed out the wazoo, like you said. <laughs> yeah. And the night before I tore my ACL and I could not walk. And then I had to go to the grocery store and I could, I just sat at my desk and was like, please help me. Everybody, please help me. I can't even walk. So yeah good team around you to help you. And the thing is that people want to help. They Mm -hmm. like, cause I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm horrible at delegating or I used to be, I definitely have gotten better, but yeah, I find out that when people ask me at camp, Hey, will you help out? I'm ready. Yeah. Let let me help you out. Um, It's gotta be good ones. I mean, right now my wife is painting a cabin. And so I told her, I'm like, well, put out there, see if anyone could come help you paint. Cause Chris won't. No. 
She goes, you, we're not having anyone else come in here and do this because I'll have to clean up after them. I'll have to... <laughs> so it's got to be good core that you trust. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. I love costumes. If you can add in costumes to a special event, that is great. If you're going on safari, get safari outfit, right? Um, I know this one camp that they have a special event where all the staff play animals. And so they take the kids in the, in the tractor and they go on a safari and they go around camp and the kids go, <laughs> Oh, there's the elephant or, Oh, there's that. And the staff are all, you know, playing these animals. That's funny. so much fun, but they're in costume and they're made up. And I think when you get into costume, it just helps you get into it. And you, you may have counselors who are like, what? But that's why you help have them help plan it. Now they've got that buy and they're like, Mm-hmm. And you go, you know what? Should we do costumes? And somebody's like, oh, heck yeah. And then everybody's like, yeah, let's do costumes. It's done. Now everybody's in on it. So that's my next one. If I'm in that lion costume, as the kids are coming close, I am totally just tackling the antelope costume. Just taking them down. <laughs> <laughs> just going all out. <laughs> My next thing for a great special event, I am a firm believer in building up that excitement. You're marketing, even mm-hmm. though you're marketing to your campers that are already there possibly, but still build up that excitement. Have the staff do commercials, whether that's at a meal time or a special, you know, like if you have a chapel or something like that, have them get up and do a commercial or a skit. Um, a neat thing I've seen too done is bringing back previous staff. So if this is um, mm. maybe a tradition, you do this every year at camp, you have this event, you know, bring back a staff member that a lot of the campers, returning campers are going to know, and they're going to get excited. Like there's Jacob. He's, he's what? This is crazy. You know, they go nuts to build up that excitement. The new you campers know, are like, who, who's that? Yeah. So the new ones are like, <laughs> who is that? You don't know him. He's like, right. You know, they get all excited. <laughs> But even um, announcements, having like big announcements about, hey, this is coming up. And one thing, those announcements, actually, we're going to talk about this in a couple of weeks. We're going to talk about homesickness and having those announcements or building that excitement. Also, this will help with your homesick campers because you can say like, hey, you know, end of this week, remember, we're having that whatever, that that safari. And so you want to stay for it. You want to be able to go to that, you know. Jacob came back to even that's how awesome it is and and really building that up and so that excitement will help with even some of that homesickness it's it's also going to happen if you have a kid that gets sick and actually has to go home oh my goodness you're going (laughs) to devastate that child because you've been building it up all week and now he's missing out so that's why he just stays in the nurse's uh just watch from the window that's right (laughs) (laughs) with your marketing do you ever put like in your real marketing do you put we're gonna have this uh this event because maybe they need to bring something for it maybe a certain color or i don't know yes and no if they need to bring something but we had to stop doing it we one of our big events was we did glow zipping and it was a special event during one night and you know you get to go and you get to go well it got canceled we, we usually save it for the end of the week because we build it all up well then it was like a bad storm that we weren't expecting mm. it got canceled we didn't get to i got phone call after phone call of now they didn't get to do it so can they come back and do glow zipping <laughs> is there another i'm like no in fact i just got a phone call that we don't put it in our marketing anymore i got a phone call yesterday from a parent that called and said now which one of these weeks is the glow zipping oh. and i go 
we're not putting it in. We know we don't know when it's going to be. It's going to be a surprise if we get to do it kind of thing. Because, <laughs> yeah, wow. and th- that's ridiculous. Nice. So, yeah. All right, Kelly. Yeah, I was just to piggyback off of that. I, I one of my notes was like, if you put it in your brochure or marketing, you better provide it. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. Anytime I've had a director, I was like, do not, do not put it down in your description or you're in trouble. Like if you say the word s'mores and you yep. don't have s'mores, mm. <laughs> it's over. over. Game it's over. over. <laughs> it is over. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I digress. Super sorry. Um, I would definitely say when you're planning a special event, I mean, there's so many different, um, I think about making sure that everybody is included, making sure your age groups can all participate. Mm. And also like, are there any adaptations that you need to make or accommodations for all of your campers and not like, Oh, you can't participate because of whatever you get to be in uh, the jail area or the, <laughs> right. do you know what I mean? Cause like, I've been a part of camps before that we, they're like, oh, well, you know, you hurt your ankle. So we're going to make you just sit here and, but making sure like everybody can participate in a meaningful way, way that they enjoy. Um, but again, like if you have multiple different age groups, just making sure that they can all participate or there's an alternative, mm-hmm. you know, activity at that station or whatever, however you're doing it, just making sure that everybody can be included. Well, I think even uh, having an alternative activity, because I have seen where if you have like a dance, some kids are like, I don't want to do the dance. Well, you can go to the room where we're doing something else. And uh, so they don't feel left out. They're not just wallflowers and they're upset. There's, there's another fun activity that you can join in on, but yeah, no, I agree. That was a good one. Uh, my next one would be clear instructions. Let's not only the staff, but also the campers, <laughs> let them know what is going on, what they need to do. I went to a camp, uh, did a CIT program when I was 18 and we played gold rush. I have no idea what we were doing. We were going around supposed to collect these gold rocks. I don't know <laughs> where to go. And I was a teenager. Like, I wasn't one of the little kids. I didn't know where to put them. I didn't know who was in charge. I didn't know what the, really the purpose of the whole game was. It was horrible. It was just me and, and a couple of the others just for an hour walking around. Oh, there's a gold piece. Pick that up. Uh, but if there were clear instructions, then I would have known what was going on. Clear instructions of where, you know, you can go to the restroom if you want, or, you know, just the whole gamut of what the event is all about and what is okay and what's not and the expectations. So there you go. You mentioned gold rush that I, a lot of camps play that, which is funny. Mm-hmm. I remember playing it and the gold rocks weren't so gold anymore. It was really, <laughs> like, this is really hard to find these rocks because <laughs> kind of blending in with the others at this point. <laughs> right. Right. My next idea for making those special events. Great. Um, if you can help it become a tradition to do that and, and however that is. So we started, oh man, I think we've been doing it for four years now, five years now, maybe we added this event to our junior high week called camp after hours. And it was just, we stayed up later one night and we did all these after hour events. You know, we did night zipping, we did night hikes, we did uh, game laser tag in the dark, things like that. Just all this stuff. And it changes every year. So again, we don't go back to that whole, Oh, well, my kid was promised glow zipping. They didn't get to do it. Uh, one year it rained. So our, our camp after hours event was an indoor trivia night, but the after hours is what became their tradition. And so now 
it is kind of expected, but kids are excited about it. They talk about like, oh, what are we doing for after hours this year? And what is camp after? So help making it a tradition makes it even more special, cooler. Uh, I would say when you're planning a special event, if you, you know, depending on the size, right? You know, some of them, it's a, it's a smaller game or it's, you know, just depending how you run it. I would say have a point person that's in charge. So either if you're the one who's planning it or there's somebody else, because something always happens, right? Mm -hmm. So somebody gets hurt or you run out of lemonade at this one particular spot or whatever it is, have a point person that they can call and go and help uh, so that everything can continue to flow well. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not a time for, you know, if you are the person in charge to go hide in your office because, you know, they're going to be like, oh, something happened or this broke or whatever it is. Right. Making sure you have that person that they can connect to and know, you know, the plan, like you said, the plan the expectations. And if they have questions like who to talk to, instead of like calling over walkies or like yelling and screaming, like, I don't know what to do. So definitely <laughs> designating that person for those special events. Yeah. 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 And I think also not only having the foreman or whatever, <laughs> but uh, also making sure that everybody or all the staff know their roles, right? Like yep. you are at this booth or you are the, and whatever, do not, you move. are not in charge. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is when like, you're playing like capture the flag or something. And you're like, where did my healthcare staff go? You know? And they're like, well, I didn't know I was needed. You're like, we're playing capture the flag. Like everyone's going to get hurt, you know, or like That's something right. like that, you know, making, yeah, making sure, or like the, um, the food service or like your kitchen, yep. you know, like, well, I need like 17,000 pounds of popcorn today. <laughs> right, <laughs> Making right, sure right. they understand what they're doing today with the special event or whatever. Totally. Totally. Is it my turn? It's your turn. Okay. Uh, one thing I think just kind of raises the level of any event is music. Adding music into your events, whether that be themed music, whether that's just background music, whether that's the main ingredient of your event, whatever it is, if you have your own set DJ setup or you need to bring in a DJ or, you know, just music and paying attention to what music you're playing, making sure it's clean uh, and appropriate. Yeah, just add music. My next one is holidays. So if you holiday. can like theme your special event around a holiday of some kind, whether that's even a weird holiday, like International Squirrel Appreciation Day <laughs> and have an event around that. Or I know we use holidays to have special events in the off season here. And so we'll do like our holiday selfie stations. We'll do uh, the... Uh, big Easter spring kind of cleaning thing and just stuff like that. And so tying it around holidays just you know, gives you a little something, helps you maybe even come up with a theme or an idea as well. Yeah, Santa in July is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> not not for Santa and that heavy coat and beard. But... <laughs> oh, well, that's why it's California Santa with board <laughs> shorts. That's right. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, kind of going along with that off-season comment, I would say if you're planning your your special events, you know, if it's it's a tradition or if you're coming up with new ones, the off-season supplies, um, it's always so much cheaper to buy them. Mm, you know, if you're doing point. like you're buying supplies now for the holidays, like a Christmas or a Hanukkah or whatever, it's so much cheaper now, right? Yes. Um, 
but also like yard sales and going to, we have the, a big university here and we have what's called the swap shop. So when they're like getting rid of stuff, when they're redoing buildings or dorms, they have stuff that's super cheap. Like we have like the actual like basketball uniforms of our like team for like $5, you know, I mean, that'd be good for dress ups. Right. Or, you know, some other ridiculous things with like glasses and whatever, but like, it's so cheap. So definitely looking in the off season for supplies is super helpful. And you can find some amazing things that you probably could do, especially vent around actually. (laughs) Great. Great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Especially, uh, right after Halloween. Yeah. Was, mm-hmm. you know, wherever your Halloween shop is 50% off. Um, my next one would be food, food with no. your events. And if you could theme that food, that's even better, especially if you have like a, you know, trip around the world and you have different international foods and, or snacks, you know, uh, but adding snacks, adding food, adding drinks to your special event, I think most special events can uh, benefit from that. Even if uh, there's Gatorade out for your capture the flag, I don't know, <laughs> but having something. So, so think about food when you're, you're planning. All right. Uh, my last one I have, uh, and I, I use this with a lot of things, kill it before it dies. Mm, and so yes, when the special yes. event you, you know, it, it's, it's reached that peak and it's kind of starting to go down a little. So kill it. Don't keep running the event into the ground that everyone hates it by the end of it. <laughs> Stop it before it's awful. And then everyone hates it and no one wants to do it again. Good one. Yeah. My dad, my dad had planned big, large events for an organization. And he would always say, leave them wanting more, always yep. leave them wanting more. Yep. So that like they come back like next year for that. So, mm-hmm. um, for sure. Oh, gosh. I have like, I have so many more things I could say. Um, but There's I, a half hour podcast. Sorry. I know, I know. <laughs> but, oh, I, so I would, I'm going to, I'm going to be kind of lame, actually. Sorry. Um, I'm going to talk about just like safety, right? Making sure oh, that yeah. your staff yeah, knows the good. safety. Pl- it's not lame, um, but like the risk management part of it. And, you know, if you're doing staff training, what it looks like when, if something goes wrong during uh, your special event and what that looks like and practicing and making sure they know like that rehearsal part of it. And, you know, like it's fun, it's great, it's wonderful, but just in case something would happen, like a weather event or something got really, really hurt or is missing or whatever, just making sure that everybody is clear on that plan because, you know, as much fun as you're having and you're so excited, nothing can just kill it real fast when you're not sure what to do in a case of emergency. So keeping that safety plan in mind. That is so good. And something that I am not uh, great at remembering, I'm like, let's do the fun stuff and let's <laughs> yeah. plan the fun stuff. Safety is not important. Safety. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie Downer. <laughs> but it's no, true, it is, it's so no it is so important. It's such, nope. I'm so glad you brought it up because it was not on my list and should have been. Um, so thank you. Yeah, that's great. So my last one would be to uh, mix in old activities with new activities or use twists so that the return campers, they're comfortable and staff are kind of comfortable and kind of know what the event is about, but there's some different things with them, right? So if it's a carnival, there's different booths, but it's still the carnival that you know. If it's capture the flag, maybe you do a twist where 
the ones who are in jail can do a little game to get out of jail instead of having to be tagged. Mm -hmm. But just mixing in the old with the new and making it fresh, but also comfortable in the same way. I'm imagining a capture the flag jail escape room. You're actually in the jail <laughs> and you got an escape room to get yourself out of jail. That would be awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> I would probably awesome. never ever get out of jail. Yeah, I right, either, but... right. Wow, those kids are in there for a long time. What's going on? Uh, so That's what I'd like funny. to do now is hear maybe a favorite event that you have either been a part of, have seen, or would one day like to put together. Uh, Chris, okay. let's start with you. Well. Um, I have two, and I'm only going to say one because I talked about my glow night, my after hours already. So <laughs> that's how I work that in. Uh, my <laughs> One of my favorites we do for our high school week, we call it Coffee House. And we actually go and we get Dunkin'. I mean, we get the big ice Dunkin' caramel coffees. And we have that, and we, we do only allow them to get one cup. We don't let them to have more than that because they do have to go to bed the night. But we do a, a coffee house. And it's not really an open mic but we have the counselors have silly skits and things ready that they're going to present. And then between each one, we will show funny videos online. So it kind of gives, there's no pause and you don't really need an MC, but you have kind of a commercial in between each skit and things like that. And it is always a blast. It's funny. It's not super like, you don't, you're not tired. You're, you're, you enjoy it. It's kind of relaxing, kind of different, but the high schoolers like nice. it because they can, with kids, it wouldn't work because they want to talk. They want to be active and stuff. But the high schoolers, having a little bit of a downtime, sitting there Chill. laughing, and, and it's good. So nice. Coffee house. Not not the direction I thought you would have gone with, but I like it. I, I know. that. I, well, yeah. there's a, my after hours is my big event that I really, really love. <laughs> so. Kelly, how about you? Oh, I think one of my favorite ones um, – in my previous life, I ran a 21st century learning center, an after-school program at a school. So I had, I got to do parent events and family events and it was amazing, but you always had to have like a math night or a literacy night or a science <laughs> night or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I had two that I really loved. I did a March math madness. So the kids were like, I hate math. And you're like, but you're playing <laughs> basketball. And they oh, loved wow. that. That was like one of, and the, it, that was one of my favorite events because they got, money when they got there. So they got to work on their like money skills and they got to buy, you know, food, which is not really their buying, but it was like, here, buy a hot dog for a dollar 54. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they had to figure it out or oh, I like $2 and they have to like give us change and things like that. But they would play basketball um, with like math games played in their different fun games that the oh, district cool. had approved that they could play and they would earn money um, and always food involved, but it was a whole family event where the parents could come and they would always have a take home of some sort that they could take home. So like math games, or if they got a raffle and they got to take home all these pre-approved math games, right? Like Mangala and things <laughs> like that. So yeah, anything like that, I, I that is one of my favorites because I also did a literacy night that, oh my gosh, it was amazing. We had Bucky Badger there, like pretending to read, you know, where he was like acting it out as this like That's person funny. in the community is reading a book, you know, to the kids and he's <laughs> acting it out. And 
we had the Badger Band come and play and they <laughs> loved it. The kids loved it. The families loved it. It was just, you know, again, getting like maybe outside partners in is a really great idea too, right, because they yeah. see like teachers or somebody in the community that they love. And that's amazing. So, sorry, I kind of went too, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine the, the raffle, how, here you get three fifths of a ticket. We'll find the rest Figure of it. it. Out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. So I mean, I was thinking about like camps that may have to try are worried about like the language, the the learning loss that's happened the last like year. You know, mm -hmm. if they're doing more academics within their camping program, adding more of those fun events and like sometimes, you know, science or math has such a negative, like feeling yeah. sometimes, but like, no, it's really fun. And you're doing math and science all the time <laughs> and yeah. making it fun. So and what a great way for camps right now to maybe get some business. I say it in a weird way, but like to say, Hey, here's a way we can help you as a school. Cause I know right now schools are not allowed to come to us. They're probably, they probably won't even be allowed to let me in, but to just say, Hey, we have this idea. Can we help you? Cause we know you guys need to work on math or whatever and offer that. So yeah, yeah great idea. Yeah. I like that both of you have talked about guests. So you were saying whether you bring back a, a counselor or alumni and uh, you know, Kelly, you were talking about bringing in the guests or even if it's a mascot, right. But I think that's a really neat thing to do is look, look for who you can bring in. That would be not part of the regular staff. But I think my um, choosing one is hard. I love campfires, like skits and songs. I mean, that is my thing. That's my jam. But for day camp specifically is to run, I really love one day themed color war, as we call them, color games. Um, so we run one day themed color games. Everybody is in a, in a team, mixed age groups into these four teams. And all of the challenges are themed to whatever our weekly theme is and we do it just for that one day and when a day camp says i cannot do a color war because i'm only a day camp hogwash to that you can do it <laughs> we did it every week and it is so much fun and everybody gets so energized and the staff always dress for it not because i ask them to but because they want to and it is just such a good time and there's food and there's music and it's just Ah, I love it. It gets me energetic, getting goosebumps right now. So that's mine. So I do, think that's it. Do some special events, people. Do Come it. On. Do it. Just do it. And I want to hear about, like, if you have a special event, you just think rocks, go to the show notes page or post it, at, you know, on Facebook or whatever. I want to hear about all these special events and the ones that you do that are just great. Or if you have certain things of here's what really helps with a special event. Um, maybe it's on the list that Kelly was not able to get to, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> you never know. Let us know somehow. You can always email me uh, any, anything. I just want to hear. I love it. I love special events at camps. Kelly. Thank yeah. you so Woo. much for being here and doing this. Yes. Well, thank awesome. you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Yes. If people want to reach out to you, uh, especially with the whole consulting thing, what's the best way to, to do that? Ooh, well, they can reach me. I have a wonderful website. Uh, with, it's go. called spark2ember.com, but it's spark with the number two ember.com. So that's hard. Or just, you know, Kelly at spark2ember.com is fine too. Or 
you know, I'm on the Insta and I'm on the Facebook, so you can uh, find me somehow, please. <laughs> I love that name, Sparked Ember. That's yeah. Thank you. Name. Yeah. Is... I mean, I can, there's a whole story behind that too, but yeah. Let me ask before we go, what are, if a, if a camper to reach out to you, what do you offer the camps okay. as far as your consulting goes? Well, for the consulting, so, uh, you know, I had to, I'm also on the, um, ACA Wisconsin local council of leaders. So I kind of have to play a, a double role. Um, okay. I kind of want to help camps. Like if they're looking for accreditation, um, okay. kind of give them some of like some input. I mean, obviously there's a lot of things that go into that, but mm -hmm. you know, working on policies, procedures, I, I've started day camps, uh, to make sure that people understand that day camps are amazing and you can have an amazing day camp and amazing mm -hmm. resident camp and all that stuff, but don't forget about those day camps. Uh, but with the day camps, like I've started day camps from scratch where it was like, you need to do this. Uh, I don't know, you know, where do we start? So I would definitely love to help someone start a camp uh, specifically more towards a, a day camp kind of thing. Um, and basically out of nothing, I'm really good at that. Like go to a park and you can make an amazing experience. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, for the consulting wise. Um, but I've also had other people who have wanted to add like older kid programming, um, maybe more that fourth, fifth, sixth grade, uh, adding that to their type of, you know, if their after school program or their daycare, whatever. So that yeah. kind of is some of the consulting work that I've done, but with trainings, you know, but I'm more about the admin and the um, lead mm -hmm. staff that I love to train and kind of like the spark to Ember, like give them that spark, you know, and get them moving. Um, because we often get forgotten about the admin people for professional development and that kind of stuff. So. Right, right. Nice. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you. All right, Chris, what do we got coming up? Next week, we are talking camp stores with Jason Brown. He is coming on to talk camp stores with us. And I, just a tease, I, just I've been tease. watching a lot of TikTok. And so I know to get people to come back, you're supposed to tease them to come back for part two. And so we, we have a huge, huge announcement next week, Kurt. There is something big come back next week and wait see. so it's double big we got jason and, and a special announcement something big oh my so goodness I, we can't You're reveal anymore this is, me, this is this is wandavision big that is how big it is i'm pretty sure <laughs> so there's spoilers you could probably find the spoilers online if you search for them <laughs> but it's out there so yeah so come back next week and that will and, be awesome. Uh, and bury the one. Bury the one. We are on a bury the one campaign. If you have not heard about our bury the one, we we somebody gave us a one star on our Apple Podcast review. We're we're pretty sure they meant to say we're number one. We're pretty sure of that. Or it's me. We know it's me. It's not cursed. Something and something so, Chris said. <laughs> but help us bury that one and uh, give us a five star rating on Apple Podcast and so we can bury that one but perfect from around the campfire this has been kurt and chris thanks for listening thanks kelly see ya thanks <laughs>